0: Hello, use the false Martian, Marsha 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 What you spider friends Go not for it transform and roll out. And I'll form the head. That's what she said. Don't Hey, this is Jonathan.
1: And this is Alan, and welcome to the Nerdy Me Podcast. Jonathan, what are we talking about today?
0: Alan, today we were talking about a movie that just turned 30. It's its 30th anniversary. Um, a movie that I think uh, affected you and I both uh, when we saw it the first time. A wonderful movie. Earned one of the actors a Best Supporting Actor Award. It's 1989's Civil War drama, Glory.
1: Glory. Yes. What a great movie. What a great movie. And you saw it recently, didn't you?
0: Yeah, I saw it last weekend. It was, I think it was a Phantom event thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it was the uh, 30th anniversary. I saw it last Sunday. And uh, it was good. I mean, they don't, it wasn't like restored or anything, so the sound was kind of weak. Well, you know, weak compared to what we're used to nowadays. Yeah. Yeah, and the print wasn't like... Cleaned up or anything, but it was it was nice to see it on big. I mean, I've seen the movie so many times, but it was really nice to see it on big screen again. Uh,
1: was it a full theater? I mean, did you have a good audience with you? Uh,
0: no, you know, it was a four o'clock. I think they're doing a four o'clock and seven o'clock Sunday, and then they were playing again on Tuesday, twice I think. Uh, so I went to see a four o'clock on Sunday. It wasn't that. I mean, it's uh, it probably like fifteen of us there.
1: Oh, cool. Hey, let me tell you, I I gave some heads up from some people from Instagram and even Facebook. That were doing glory nothing right. but like wow like that's awesome i was like well I, you know it was, so it made me think like wonder how well did this do in the box off wait i'm sorry your first time that you watched it did you watch it in the theaters or was it uh was it uh i saw it in the theaters did yeah. you really wow yeah so i was checking out its release and apparently it was in limited release back in december of 89 and when it did come out it it it, it ranked 16. Didn't make a whole bunch of money, and then it went worldwide release over in like mid February, I think. And there it ranked eighth, and by that time was at the box office for 10 weeks, and it made 16 mil. It was going up against Driving Miss Daisy, that was a big movie. Uh, Revenge that, you, I never heard of that one Revenge
0: Is that Mel Brooks? Not Mel Brooks <laughs> Mel Gibson
1: no, uh, Oh yeah 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 That is a Mel Gibson movie Right Born on the 4th of July That was big already um, Wow Yeah Nightbreed Stella Little Mermaid Came in uh number 9 So it was a pretty tough weekend That's like President's Day weekend yeah. But it still was down number 8 And this this movie uh Still does well I mean like If you look at it's Rotten Tomatoes score uh it still ranked pretty high. Rotten Tomatoes ninety three, audience score ninety three. So uh this is this is a good good movie. Good good movie, but didn't do so hot at the box office. Um now do you wait, you said you saw it in the
0: movie theater? Uh I did see in the movie theater, yeah.
1: Yeah. I think mine was on VHS, if I recall. I think that was my first memory of yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, probably. probably. Okay. No. Yeah, I saw it. I remember we were, um, what was it, 19. Yeah, I, I was with a high school friend of mine. We saw it. We were seniors. I think we were just looking for something to do. And I remember we drove really far from where, like, we didn't go to the local theater. Mm. We drove, I think, almost 40 minutes away. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I never, I don't think I, I remember seeing any previews or anything for it. And,. My friend was like, oh, you know, let's go see Glory. So, well, maybe I did know because I knew it was a Civil War movie. I was like, I'll go see a Civil War movie because even back then I was into history. Yeah. Uh, but I, I didn't know who who Denzel Washington was, Andre Brower was. I knew who Matthew Broderick was. Uh, I knew who Morgan Freeman was. For Morgan Freeman to me it was Easy Reader yeah. from, from uh, The Magic Company.
1: No, the electric, electric company. company. I was like, <laughs> which "Yeah, company is I co- that?
0: no, I confused that with the Magic Garden, my right? two favorite oh. kid shows." <laughs> like, yeah. So I knew him from the Electric Company and uh Matthew wrote Yeah, and even Carrie elvis I didn't like. I didn't put two and two together with the Princess Bride. I don't know if Princess Bride was out. Yeah, it was, right? I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. So, um yes, yeah, so I, I didn't know what I was looking at when I came in. I didn't know what it was about. I didn't know about you know. So I was really, really, really uh, surprised at how good it was and how much it, how much I liked it.
1: Yeah, I think at the time when I did watch the movie, I think the only – I mean these guys are big names now. But I think at the time the, the biggest draw to me was, was Matthew Broderick. Uh,
0: yeah, he was he, he was definitely was, at the time the biggest name. Maybe Morgan Freeman. I mean I don't know if Morgan Freeman was that well-known in the movie set though because driving, you know, driving Miss Daisy was at the same time. Yeah. That was like that was like one of the ones that kind of catapulted him onto the scene.
1: Sure, I'm sure he was Um, you know at the time like a respected actor and stuff. But like today, when you think Morgan Freeman, it's a big deal. You know, same thing with Denzel. Right. Right. But uh, yeah, even at the time, and that's that's a that's a great cast there too. You know who doesn't get a lot of mention too? That guy uh, Andre Brower. That guy. You know, watching. He's a great actor. Yeah, watching it a second time, like he really stood out to me. uh, Watching it again because you know you know both you and I rewatched it and his character his acting was like god this this guy is a lot better than i than i remember or maybe 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 denzel maybe at the time i was more focused on him and what he was bringing to the movie because he was great and then uh then you see andre Brower, who i remember from the movie frequency uh i was like oh this guy's good this guy's really yeah
0: yeah so yeah andre Brower, he did homicide life on the streets that's where he kind of cut his teeth and then he he was on. He was on something else. Um, oh, you mean but that was on Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, but oh. he's always been a really. No, he he did Homicide after, uh, um, Glory. Okay. Um, that might have been his first big one too, but. Uh, yeah, he's a fantastic actor. I, I, he pops up every now and in things, and he he comes steals the scenes if he's in a bad movie, and you know just because he's a good actor and. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking at Morgan Freeman's IMDb and his big movie before. Driving the, the Miss Daisy and Glory was Lean on Me. He had a good year in 1989. He had Lean on Me oh, Driving lean Miss Daisy. On great. Yeah. He had uh, those three, Glory, Driving Miss Daisy, and Lean on Me. Yeah. Yeah, so you're looking at Matthew Broderick being probably the biggest name at that time.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What, um, what did you Jimmy, think of Matthew? Oh, go ahead, go ahead. What were you saying?
0: Well, I want to say Jimmy Kennedy, who played the um, the, the soldier that stuttered and couldn't read.
1: Yeah.
0: like He did a great job acting, too. He didn't become a big name, but... Yeah, let's give him some props.
1: Okay. I'm giving him props. <laughs> Have some props. Yeah, I don't I don't remember him doing anything else besides I mean, he's not like a a known name or, or even a face like
0: yeah, yeah, I think he's he might be he might be niche in, in certain types of movies, but I think um,
1: he hasn't done anything since 2007 apparently.
0: Yeah, I don't think he's done anything bigger. Yeah. Oh, too bad. Yeah, I'm looking at Andre Browers. His before, yeah, before glory, he was doing Kojak TV movies. That's it.
1: Wow.
0: Wow. He looks yeah, good.
1: What's you know, that Brook Brooklyn? What's it called? Brooklyn Ninth, whatever. Brooklyn Nine Nine. And he—that's a comedy show, right?
0: Yeah, he's funny on it. He's really funny. It, on it. it
1: throws me off because, I, and I don't really follow that show, but I remember catching an episode, and I've always known to be like more of a drama kind of guy. It's actually pretty funny.
0: Yeah, it's funny. He was in duets. You mentioned that a couple of weeks ago on the, uh, the mixtape. Yeah. Oh. He's in
1: duets. All right.
0: Cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know, look, he doesn't really have a lot of big. It's weird. He he doesn't seem to hit with TV shows, but.
1: Andre Brower. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Anyway, so. yeah i mean great i mean you look back you know 30 years later carrie elwis matthew broderick andre brauer morgan freeman denzel washington that's that's an amazing stuff that's, <laughs> that's really heavy, heavy you know, hitters you know, that movie would cost now? If they <laughs> <mean it> now? <laughs> that's right Just salaries alone
1: would you oh so i was going to ask you that's a great question these are big names would you still cast matthew broderick for this role like uh, if, if you say- Go ahead.
0: And look, I love Matthew Broderick. I love the guy. I don't know that he was right for this role in '89.
1: Yeah, I, I, it's funny. Yeah. Uh, he is the name in this in this movie, but I, I, out of all the actors, I think he's maybe the weakest.
0: Yeah, there's just some, or maybe because he is not make sense to me. Well, what was that? There are some scenes where, like his act, like I don't know that he's I'm bringing across the right. I don't know, feel like vibes that he wants to, that he wants us to get.
1: See, I, I was wondering. He always you, seems
0: nervous. He seems nervous in the whole movie.
1: Yeah, he does not right? feel sure of himself. He does not feel like someone that, like you know, as a colonel, I would, I would kind of follow him. And I didn't know if if they casted him only because of that, to to keep that awkwardness, or because hey, it's Matthew Broderick. He, he's a big name and this is going to be his chance to do something more dramatic but, right he's
0: branching out from comedy and, yeah
1: but among amongst all these guys here like the guys that we just mentioned i mean and i'm not again we're, i'm not saying anything bad about matthew but i would definitely say performance wise he's probably the weakest out of all of them you know but, uh, well you
0: know, you might have in my and look we i don't act you don't act we have no idea We podcast. but just from a layman's point of view matthew roger goes in there as the big name right maybe yeah. more than yeah. Right. yeah. Maybe he didn't know, like maybe they didn't realize how like he didn't understand he had to step his game up because he was surrounded by such
1: good mm, actors. Good
0: You point. know what I mean? Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. 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 It's not it's not Sloan and um <laughs> <with> Cameron. <laughs> Camera <laughs> he's not acting. Oh, he's what did he do before it? Cameron I'm
1: thinking Ferris and maybe war games, right? I mean those he are He did
0: War Games, he did Ferris, he's he was very I think very well known on Broadway.
1: I mean I mean um, before before eighty nine.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, he was big on Broadway. He did oh, even still, um, War Games, Lady Hawk, First Bueller, Project X,
1: right. so loxy Blues. Yeah, he was the big name, I guess.
0: Torch Song Trilogy, but, Family but none of Business. them are dramatic
1: pieces, right?
0: Uh, Torch, uh, no,
1: like
0: no, yeah, no, not like that. Yeah, not
1: like this is a very serious piece for him. So yeah, all
0: right, yeah. well, but no, I think I think that was the problem. I think he was surrounded by. I won't say better actors, but really, really, really good actors. They brought
1: their and A game. Let's put it that they way. They
0: definitely brought that game. Yeah, it's still one of my favorite Morgan, uh, this Morgan Freeman performances. And look, I love Seven. Oh man, I can't choose now. It's like Rosemary's Baby. Not Rosemary. <laughs> <Baby. laughs> Rosemary's Baby. Who's the woman who had to choose between her? Oh, Meryl Streep, You mean a, Sophie's choice. choice? Sophie's Choice. Yeah. yeah, it's like Sophie Rosemary's Baby. Uh, <laughs> it was like Sophie's Devil Choice. <laughs> yeah so um yeah and i and this movie made me a fan of denzel like i'm like i'm gonna watch every denzel movie that comes out after this movie <laughs> and it's, i i've yeah. seen pretty much own and i either own them on dvd or vhs too
1: i love denzel yeah.
0: yeah he's one of my favorite actors
1: but he brought it in this movie he did yeah. well he wanted he won the best supporting actor.
0: they say he won the best supporting actor they, they said the scene that won it for him was the um the the whipping scene when he started crying. Oh, like sure. not they started crying, but when that one tear rolled down his cheek. Okay. It takes a
1: lot of acting to just push one tear.
0: And he's but dude, the hate he's given Matthew Broderick. Oh, yeah. I wonder if they really filmed because you know sometimes they'll stop and they'll just film Matthew's react like a you know Matthew Broderick's reaction yeah. without him having to really stare at what's happening. Oh right. But I right. wonder I wonder if they filmed it with Denzel just glaring at him. <laughs> like how do you not pee a little? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that that's an intense scene super intense
0: yeah it's just insane I mean he was see I do not watch Satan Elsewhere back in the day he was, he was big on Satan Elsewhere Denzel um, but that was like his probably his first big movie
1: yeah yeah. he nailed it like I yeah all these guys nailed it did a fantastic job but I'm good with Glory Glory's great but wh- why do you think oh yeah so I mentioned to you earlier that a lot of people got when we're going to do glory and and Mm. nothing but like positive things about it why do you think glory still resonates today
0: well I think uh, one of the most important things glory did was it brought to light a part of history we had never heard about and for 1989 this was huge to focus a movie on the first black regiment Mm -hmm. I mean nowadays you'd expect that to happen
1: Uh, right I see what you mean yeah
0: yeah, but in 1989, you know, Edward Zwick and the people at made Columbia, I think, do they know they're going to make their money back? I don't even know if they made their money back um, in the theater, but it was a risk. but it was a it was a story that needed to be told, and I think it resonates because of, of when you see this movie, it elicits emotions from you know. We talked last week about greatest movie speeches, and we talked about the emotions that they you know why we picked ours and because of the emotions they made us feel. The first time we heard them and why they were memorable. Well, I think that's what this movie does. This movie triggers a lot of different emotions throughout the entire movie. It Um, does,
1: and and you even said in the podcast too, well, both you and I about how the movie ends. It was a lot of those movies where where the team that you're rooting for and and they don't make it. It it almost sticks with you a little bit, like Rocky, like Rocky One, right? The whole entire time you're thinking maybe this guy's gonna pull this thing off, and but he loses. You know, and, and that makes it more impactful too. Uh, same thing with Glory. It was one of those what <laughs> they, they didn't make it. I mean, how how much of a like punch in the stomach when you're watching the movie at the very end, they're raising the Confederate flag. You're like, what the hell, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, it was just a, uh, and it was the first time, and I mentioned this last week. It was the first time the quote-unquote good guys lost that I can remember. Like Rocky was just different for me because you know I. Don't, I, mean, cause I he, you know because he
1: didn't really you know. lose i mean he lost but he kind of won at the same time
0: right right because he got it wasn't what he wanted The fight yeah it was about winning the fight right He it wanted was to going. Go, yeah going to distance and he does that and proving it was more about proving something to himself this was and look where it was the 80s you know rambo always won red dawn we won mm-hmm. um uh where you know the name that we always won and there was this like uh, like we said there's rah rah America thing going on in the 80s coming out of the 70s and to, it's weird that this kind of comes at the end of the 80s um, but to see this moment of history of the you know and, and again I didn't know a lot about the Civil War at the time either but to see the 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 Union soldiers kind of Uses cannon fodder and and see that Confederate. Your heart sinks when that Confederate flag, because if they if the U.S. flag, if they took the fort, at least it was worth it. You know, what I mean, at least mm. it meant something. Mm-hmm. Their death meant something. And as as I got older and and, and read up more about the the charge of Fort Wagner, it was even more impactful because I mean, you know, we learn about Gettysburg, we learn about Manassas, we learn about uh you know all these big battles. You never learn about Fort Wagner because in the end it was, and I, you know, not in the, I don't know how to put this, but it was kind of inconsequential, you know? Mm-hmm. So what was it for and what was it? But I think that's what the title means. It's the glory. It's the proving, you know, and gaining that glory for the 54th Massachusetts that enabled them the the stigma of African-American soldiers to kind of be lifted and, um, yeah, they were always segregated in the in the service, but they joined up in droves, and and even Lincoln gives them credit um, for you know, helping to save the Union because that influx of a 200,000 extra soldiers meant a lot. Uh, you know, it was a war of attrition, and the South had to stop because they were running out of people and supplies and all this other stuff. It, I mean, militarily they were you know kind of whooping our butts when they shouldn't have been whooping our butts at a lot of a lot of different battles and. You know, the war should have been over a lot earlier if you compare the resources the Union had versus What the Confederacy had the Union shouldn't have been able to last as long as they did
1: yeah, what they really show well in this movie too is The the whole regiment struggles from from day one, you know, everything was Not enough supplies no shoes, you know, they, they weren't even maybe meant to fight you know they were just there right. for, for for labor and stuff, and and so everything that the, these guys did was you know going over one hurdle after another after another, just like you said, right? And then as and right. and they're coming together th- throughout this whole movie, and yeah, you get to the to the very end, and they 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 are finally together. They they finally made it. They they are now one as a unit, and just like you said, it's they lost and it's like wow you know like all that effort and then what was it for but if you look at the big picture it was it was for something bigger bigger than than the movie itself
0: right it was bigger than the fort you know yeah. their 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 contribution was going to go beyond even if they took the fort it was going to go beyond yes the fort yeah and um i think they all portray that so well it's it's almost like you know we just talked about how you know, Matthew Broderick seemed nervous and all this stuff. It's like the one time I felt like he should have been nervous or not should have been, but acted appropriately was right before charging up the fort. I mean, he volunteers the troops. Yeah. You know, everybody looks at him like, are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> and, in, and like even his commander's like, like, uh, you guys have just seen action. You haven't slept in three days. Are you sure you want to do that? And I'm sitting in my seat going, uh, yeah. Are you sure you want to do that? I'm like let him take a, you know let him have eight hours sleep before you yeah uh, okay, up. so
1: why oh, do you man. think he made that call? You're right, I felt the same exact way you know was it i'm gonna we're gonna charge in whether you get two hours of sleep uh I mean no, no sleep for two days do you charge eight or does it make a difference if you sleep for two days why, why do you think he made that call to say we're going in you know full exposed they got the higher ground right hmm. why, why do you think he made that call? <laughs> It's over, Anakin. <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> you got the high ground. Yeah, they got the high um, ground. I, this is my thing. Throughout the whole movie, and maybe this is why Matthew Rudrick played it the way he did, he's the, uh, you know, uh, Colonel Shaw is the only one that believes in this group. Mm. You know, because even as they're training, the other white officers are like, look, they're not going to see combat. You know and then when they get down to, to South Carolina they don't want to put them in combat at first they want to you know they're, they're clearing roads and things like that right and he's the only one that saw how hard they work saw how, how much it meant to them to see action
1: mm-hmm. how
0: they've he, he felt it was important that they get the show um, I think in, in, in there was an intrinsic you know this was based off of you know historical books and and Colonel Shaw's letters Holmes home and i think there is something intrinsic in shaw that realized that this is the only way that these that the african americans will ever be treated anywhere near close to equal Mm. by by other people in the army and by like give them the chance to show that they're you know they're just as good if not better Mm -hmm. than than the other soldiers and it's it's the only thing like he doesn't know what else he can do he's like he doesn't want them he doesn't want to let them down they, they put their trust in him to say, hey, we're signing up to fight you know the Confederacy and to fight for the freedom of, of African Americans and you know let's let's have that opportunity right um and I think he he just kind of knew that and he volunteered him because he's like something has to, you know it was like when he demands to go into combat that first time mm, he's mm-hmm. like we're not here to we're not here to clear roads. we're not here to to burn towns down so you can loot them, you know right we're here. We're here to help save the Union, and these men want to do that. And um, I, think, I think he notices things like when the boys, when they were marching through South Carolina and, and, the, and, the, and the boys run up to the soldiers and Morgan Freeman says, we left as slaves, but right. we're coming back as soldiers or free yeah. men, he says. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he understands that the, the responsibility that a lot of the, his soldiers have put on themselves to be role models, I guess. For lack like a better word yeah to, yeah to, maybe so I to, mean to, to, I, I think yeah. it
1: was just like a lot of timing the, the moment was there and it, they asked him they put him up to the challenge how do you almost like how do you say no at this point you know
0: yeah All right. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah that's true too like uh, well, he can't say no I mean yeah and almost like, I guess he could've
1: yeah he could've but maybe you lose that little momentum too you know like, yeah, we'll wait a couple of days. And who knows?
0: Well, funny thing is, I just kept watching. I'm like, where's the backup? Because they said they're sending in, you know, when they talk about the plan, they're like, oh, we'll send in the uh, other regiments behind you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, because they, I don't know, man. I mean, they, they breached the fort. You know what I mean? Yeah. They could have had like a pathway for people to get there. Who knows? I don't know. I I, I, yeah.
1: I know what you mean how tough was yeah, it to yeah. fight a war back then? how tough was it to fight a war back then you know i mean you're you're essentially going straight down the beach straight into the fort you know and right. the tactics of of war is just so so different you know just so so different than uh what it is today
0: you know? right well i mean even the you know standing in front of each other take turns shooting at each other i mean thank god the uh the, uh, the 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 guns are so, were so what's call it? Were so inaccurate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. When you watch the fighting sequences, right? Even like right from the beginning of the battle, how they basically you just lined up, shoot, you know, and then reloading their freaking what do you muskets? Uh, uh, no, black powder rifles, whatever. Right. You know, they're right. they're charging and you like, oh my god, I really will take five minutes to reload this thing. It was tough to fight a war back then. And then that's, I think, what makes it so intense is to to think that, you know, back then you would have firearms, but you take that one shot, it goes to hand-to-hand combat right after that. I mean, you are intimately yeah. going up to someone, fighting hand-to-hand, you know, bayonet-to-bayonet, bayonet and taking people. I mean, it, it was brutal, you know, absolutely oh, brutal how, how it was fought. And to think that, hey, you know, we are coming together to, to fight this war... Or, or else you go back as slaves, essentially. Yeah, yeah. You know, so uh, they're literally fighting for their lives. They're literally fighting for their freedom. It's it's really crazy. Really crazy.
0: Yeah, and I think, it, you know, it's... You know, yeah, that's why it resonates. And I think it's all that. But in its heart, it's a good movie. And good movies are going to get watched over and over again. Mm-hmm. And, look, we both know what happens at the end. And it's still... Obviously, it doesn't hit me as hard as the first time, but still, he's seen that Confederate flag race. Yeah. And I know it's coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, know, I know what's going to happen to Denzel. I know what's going to happen to Matthew Broadwick. You know, it, but just, you know, when, when Broadwick goes down and Denzel gets up and picks up the flag and he just looks back and screams to everybody to come on. Yeah. I was like, come on. Oh, like, what oh. a great moment. And then he gets shot and he falls and then they just charge and Andre Brower gets stabbed in the back and he keeps going. And yeah yeah it's just uh and that last scene uh is just heart-wrenching you know when they when they when they kind of pose with the flag in the background oh yeah yeah switch over to the scene of the of the cannons being aimed at them <laughs> yeah that's it
1: and that's that's it yeah mm-hmm. uh hey performance wise any well we talked about like they're all great actors but uh mm-hmm. what do you think stands out to you the most for for you
0: Well, I mean, look, Denzel won an Academy Award. Let's (laughs) take him out of the mix for a second. (laughs) You take him out of the mix. I I love, I love Morgan Freeman. I think Morgan Freeman had the best lines. I think he had, he played the best roles in the sense of, of trying to be an elder statesman. You know, Matthew Broderick later in the movie talks to him, says, you know, it'd be, you know, can I talk to you every once in a while about the men? It's hard for me to understand them in terms of where they're coming from. And then. Would be helpful if i could talk to you about it uh you know he's he's there when when matthew roger goes to act like a badass to the uh supply sergeant and get socks and shoes yeah um you know he's the one that he's the only one that could put that Dell in his place yeah um you know even the uh, irish drill sergeant <laughs> really wasn't very successful at doing it so yeah um I, i'm gonna pick more you know separate from Denzel, i'm gonna pick Morgan Freeman. How can you not? I mean, he is yeah.
1: so good in this movie. However, I will say, and you know, you know, I like that movie Robin Hood. There's a scene in the movie where he's trying to round up everybody, and in the back of my mind, I'm waiting for him to say, "And if you like to fight, we fight with Robin Hood." <laughs> <laughs> so terrible. What's Sorry, Morgan yeah. Freeman. Yeah, no, he, he's. It's a reason why, like, he, if you look at like top speeches or top like dialogue, that scene from Glories is there you know because he's really in denzel's face uh, that in that moment you know but uh yeah he's he's fantastic i don't think anyone yeah, really just, uh, uh like besides denzel who comes in after Well, you were him, saying
0: really. yeah well you were talking about andre Breyer, how you were surprised that you know upon second viewing
1: yeah well because i think now nowadays i'm more familiar as to who he is And then to watch in the movie again, like, oh, okay, I'm more familiar as to who he is. And I mean, if you had to like talk about character development, like, like having an arc, he has a pretty good one, you know, from being this rich or well-to-do, uh, person, uh, and, you know, towards the end, towards the end of the movie, he, he gets down dirty, you know, it's, it's, it's like a little revelation for himself. So, you know, character development wise, I thought he had a really good arc.
0: Well, you know, I noticed they, you know, they set up, so in training, um, you know, G- Jimmy Kennedy's character, who can't read, uh, he's the one that, you know, he's a good shot but he takes too long to load his musket and um, Andre Barrow's character, you know, isn't very forceful with the, um, with the bayonet. They set mm-hmm. that up and then later on in battle, you know, as Jimmy Kennedy's getting charged, he loads his gun real quick and shoots the guy. Yeah. And then I think I think it's Denzel. This is Andre Brower save Denzel by by yes. bayoneting someone in the back. Yeah. yeah. So they kind of was like, oh, look, they had problems here, but they they learned how to do it better. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's a little on the nose, but okay. <laughs> um It was good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, and look, for a movie that doesn't have a lot of battle scenes, it's it's well, um, you know, it's great in the sense that. If you like action, this you might get a little bored. Well, that's the thing. you won't get bored in this movie because it's riveting. The dialogue, the drama—it's all riveting. You know, um, you know the first battle is Battle of Antietam, where he gets hurt, and then you just have that, and then you have the two other battles, right?
1: Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, the one, in the forest and the charge of Fort Wagner.
1: Mm-hmm. Essentially, yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this is
1: one of those movies where. Uh, like must watch for just educational purposes like war movies like Saving Private Ryan you know I, I would say like in high school eh maybe they, they should watch that movie because it's a good movie to watch and Glory is one of them too it's one of those war movies where I just think everyone just needs to watch you know uh, they probably do show this in high school nowadays I bet oh yeah I'm
0: sure they, yeah they do I'm oh sure do they? they do okay well, uh, yeah I'm sure correct. I'm correct <laughs> so let's, let's, uh, let's talk real quick about the music James okay. Warner yeah Right, is it James Turner? Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. And the Harlem Boys Choir. Yeah, it's fantastic. The when they muster for Fort Wagner and the whole, that whole that whole last whatever fifteen minutes of the battle. Right. The music is just great, and uh, I mean the whole movie. The music's awesome. It's I think this is one of the first movie soundtracks, like symphonic track soundtracks, soundtracks i bought No, I know for a fact. It's the first symphonic soundtrack movie I bought, meaning it you know it was like pop music songs in a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I listened to the thing constantly, and it's such a great, it's evocative of, of every moment of the movie. It's, it's it's, ridiculous how good he got, he got this down.
1: oh uh, dude, the guy's good. I mean, he did Braveheart, Titanic. Yeah, the guy's good. knows knows his stuff (laughs) Uh, yeah yeah the the music's great i mean yeah dude if you think about this movie you got you got the actors the story the music it's it's a really complete movie again it's 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 something that should be watched uh for everyone
0: yeah go see it if you have not seen this movie pause the show and go watch it right now well no i finished the show and then rewind and then I rewind <laughs> and I want to listen to the whole show again <laughs> yeah 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 it's definitely rewatchable like i watch this movie at least at least once a year
1: i not more. i would dare anyone to say they watched glory and say that movie sucked it just doesn't happen
0: yeah uh, i wish you wouldn't dare people they're gonna do it now <laughs> no no i
1: dare you <laughs> oh i mean if i again i brought up glory to other people everyone says something good about it like oh yeah it's a great movie great you know i mean everyone knows about that movie it is a good movie you know it doesn't have the same kind of like a splash like today's explosions and you know overdrawn drawn out uh battles because it, it doesn't need it because that's not what the movie is about yeah, the movie's about what these guys went through and this entire literal uphill battle to the end of the movie, that's what the, this movie is about. If this movie was made today, I can guarantee you 20 minutes of battles, CGI, and explosions of the wazoo, and it's going to take away from the story. So, it's being that it came out in '89, it, it came out at the right time.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: <laughs> so, I guess your re- rewatchability rating is extremely high. You say you watch it every year,
0: at least it's like a 10 out of 10 for me. Boom i i cannot express how much i love this movie i i, I don't know try i lo- <laughs> <laughs> no i just really love this it's it's one of the in a way it's going to come out wrong but it's like the first adult movie i've ever seen <laughs> yeah. no I, I got you
1: yeah the theme is serious it's a very serious that's not true
0: the first adult movie I've ever seen was the Flintstones. never mind um <laughs> No, it's it's the first grown up movie I've ever I I remember seeing in the theater. Yeah. Um, and and again, almost ten years later, I would have the same sinking feeling in my gut at the end of Saving Private Ryan. Mm. Usually, I guess I guess there are movies that make you think. I guess mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. You know, usually you walk out of a movie going, oh that was good, Oh, that was alright, oh that stank. But like I walked out of Glory, I was like, what. And I walk out of the same prior I was like, what? <laughs> you know, it's just, it really... It, 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 Glory is one of the first times, if not the first time, um, TV slash movies slash music became more than just entertainment. Mm. Became something that's thought-provoking. I mean, I always got it from books. I, was, you know, I, I loved to read as a kid, so I, I always read thought-provoking books, more or less. Um but in terms of movies and TV and stuff like that yeah I, it was amazing it's amazing
1: yeah it, it, it is like I said I, I remember watching this on VHS and, and wondering like wow how come I really didn't know much about this movie and then no and it, well, let me uh
0: uh-huh. well I was gonna say what like was it you just decide to rent it one night were you watch it with the family like how did that all happen uh
1: brr, I was in college I definitely know that it was probably a, like one of those blockbuster runs uh you know what to watch on a weekend whatever and and I, I do clearly remember like wondering like wow this is a really good movie how come I like I didn't know about this before it was one of those moments like this movie should be bigger than than it is even today i still think this movie should be bigger than what it is because a lot of people you know aren't really familiar with it but the people that have watched right. it th- their you know brains explode because it's such a good movie
0: so, yeah, yeah i i just you're right i mean I, I because i love this movie so much i wish it were more well appreciated and, right. and more well liked and uh, but you know what there's it, there, a lot of people just don't like to watch history movies it, it doesn't depend what's happening on the screen. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, um, I mean
1: that's true too. That's true.
0: Yeah, it's funny, is you think of this movie, then you think of something like Mel Gibson's The Patriot, which I, The Patriot's a decent movie. And you know how much I love history, so you'd think I'd watch The Patriot every year. But I, I can't because it's so overly dramatic and you know, I but that made more money than this. You know what I mean? It's just this is a story that needed to be told and uh, I don't know there are so it many Patriot more based
1: amb- on someone specific specific do you remember
0: uh it was kind of based on Marion something Marion huh, okay. he was called the swamp fox it was loosely based on him yeah. I mean all that bad stuff didn't happen to him but you know yeah that's that's why I mean it was okay I, like I think it's just Braveheart
1: but you know when it comes to war movies though it, it's, it's it seems in like in cinema I'm just talking cinema it seems like most people gravitate gravitate towards, like, World War II movies today, you know? Like, even video games, it always harkens back to World War II. Civil War, not so much, you know? I mean, it's it's a it's a stain on our history, you know? So maybe that's why right. it doesn't get the same kind of love, I should say, than other uh, war movies, maybe.
0: Yeah. Well, like I said, I mean, Gettysburg is a fantastic movie. It's almost three or four hours long. Well, it's definitely at least three hours long. Hmm. Um, Gettysburg's a fantastic movie.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, you can't really name like a big Civil War movie. And, you know, Mel Gibson, he was on a war movie thing for a while. He did The Patriot. He did We Were Soldiers once, mm-hmm. which is a Vietnam movie. You know, he was just, they you know, just wanting to come up all the war movies. I think he was in um, The Thin Red Line, which was a, re- a World War II movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, won. but anyway, so. Yeah, you know, it, it's funny. Uh, last week, talking about Lincoln's speech and that obviously the speech from glory that Morgan Freeman gives. It's a, it, it's, a, it's a really interesting time in history. I don't, I don't understand why a lot more people aren't, aren't engrossed in it. Just the stories alone, like, if you love good drama and, and like, good stories, why would you not love american history or any kind of history because that's that's real life stuff these are real people that think these things right colonel shaw did that he did that <laughs> like <laughs> he ran up a mound and tried to charge a fort and was killed <laughs> forward it's insane it's insane it's it, it, it and look Lazy i'm so you know, i'm older now but when I, I was like 18 19 when this movie came out it was the same then too and that's the age where you're supposed to be all like um you know, gung ho, and, and and where is the glory in this? You know, mm-hmm. where is the glory in what they did? Mm-hmm. Well, it comes. It has to come 150 years later, I guess. I, I guess. You know. Yeah. Now I've seen the. You know, at the end when they do the, uh, uh, when they're doing the credits over the, the bronze relief of oh, yeah. the soldiers, mm-hmm. that's an actual monument in Boston. It was is by, uh, oh, what's his name? Is it Pierre Saint Gaudens? I can't pronounce his name, but
1: Don't
0: know. very very famous American sculptor um and it's in Boston and I saw it for the first time a few years ago
1: you take any pics and
0: uh, I I did take pictures I just if I could find them I'll post them nice um I can I tell you sidebar I hate digital pictures now I can never find anything because <laughs> you take so many now you know what I mean like yeah, yeah thousands just, anyway yeah. Uh, yeah. So if you ever, if anybody ever gets a chance to go to Boston, it was on the Freedom Trail, I think that's what they call it, which is like a walking tour of, of, of historic Boston, like you know uh, mostly um, uh uh Revolutionary War stuff, obviously, but mm-hmm. uh, that thing's there. It's on the corner of two streets, and it's just it's weird because it's just kind of sitting there as like a monument on the corner. Oh, cool. Yeah, and um, it's pretty cool to see. So yeah, so if you haven't watched glory go watch glory if you haven't been in boston or you've been to boston and haven't seen this monument Go see this monument one of denzel's best works one of morgan freeman's best work one of andre brown's best works matthew broadway could do a little better but we still <laughs> love you Matt.
1: <laughs> we need to create a to me must watch movies you like you know you must watch these movies to to get this show
0: you know oh, like yeah. we have
1: a like a playlist for music we need a we need a movie one and this is this is up there
0: oh definitely easy
1: easy all right
0: well cool man all right well there you go that's a let's go 80s movies you should watch that's a that's a
1: shit (laughs) these are a must uh
0: anything else on this jonathan yes one final thing oh Oh. you and i are finally going to put to rest how to say carry e (laughs) l w e s (laughs) we struggled uh, with that one <laughs> we sent our interns out to research us and by interns i mean me and you we're our own interns unpaid interns. Right. and we discovered well we discovered two things a rosie o'donnell says it wrong <laughs> She does. <laughs> yeah because i was well how would you say it before you oh before
1: said it? Uh, yeah. you know we, we said it actually in the last show and i said carrie uh what did i say it it wasn't it was, I was making it more harder than it, than it should be. Let's put it that way. I was saying
0: Yules. I would say Yules. Maybe
1: that's what I was saying too. I, I just I remember like, it, was, it was, I was making it way harder.
0: I was saying Yules. Rosie O'Donnell was saying Elway, like the quarterback. Right. Um, we tracked down a um, a video of him introducing himself. Right. And he says it. And <clears throat> he says it carry Elwes, <laughs> exactly is, as it's spelled it's <laughs> exactly what it looks like it's phonetic which i like maybe you know the funny thing is everybody's going to be texting us and IGing us saying uh yeah we know how to say that why were you saying yules <laughs> like everybody it's Elwes.
1: Yeah. i remember yeah before the show like do we need to research how to say his name because <laughs> we kept yeah. messing it up yeah all right well th- that was that was good see this is this yeah. is an educational show and now they know,
0: right? Top 10 movies of all time for me. I'm putting it down. I'm laying it down.
1: All right. Lay it down. We're going to have to do that. We're going to have to put your, your top 10 and my top 10 and then mm-hmm. everybody else's top 10.
0: Okay. Yeah, Jonathan. We'll have to, we'll have to like take out no Star Wars movies, no indie movies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. The, the, the give me's right. Yeah. yeah. We have a uh, two fun, awesome new followers on Instagram. Jonathan, we have mm-hmm. add underscore sketchbook. And as it sounds, it's an Instagram account of sketchbooks. Uh, I mean, drawings, I should say. Really cool stuff. And uh, Findor Moon, thank you for following us. And I want to bring this one up because uh, he's one of those super followers as well. He uh, went on YouTube, and I did an, uh, a YouTube video review on the Temple of Doom Indiana Jones figure. And I clearly remember saying in the review, I said, oh, wow, look, it's satchel. It actually looks thicker as if there's stones in there, right? And he writes mm-hmm. back. Dude, there's stones in there. I'm like, what? <laughs> <So> what? <laughs> I grabbed my figure and I was like, oh my God, you can actually open the bag. And sure enough, there's, so there's two Sankara stones in there. I'm like, you know, I probably would have this figure like for for all my life and had no idea to actually look inside that satchel he's like no dude the stones and they're like oh yeah. <laughs> thanks thanks dude so That's funny, dude. yeah so uh th- 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 thank you for that and enlightening me now i'm all excited and, and i was thinking maybe i have to do a, like a follow-up youtube of my stupidity yeah <laughs> but uh, yeah so anyway yeah, yeah. Not
0: talk about stupidity because i hear you as i told you earlier i won't the work for stupidity today
1: <laughs> uh we can be found on facebook instagram twitter youtube like i just said and jonathan you got uh something special on your instagram account
0: i do you. you do
1: yeah well I mean, this week what, what's the theme i should say
0: oh i'm sorry uh yeah mom's basement collectibles uh my instagram you can find me this week is uh statues and or bust mostly bow and design um i did cheat today i posted a current statue one that never has never seen my mom's basement um my nightwing statue so go on mom's Basement Collectibles on Instagram, you'll see the statue in all its glory. Plus, you'll see covers to some pretty cool comic books I've been putting up for the past probably month and a half now. And uh, my first week on Mom's Basement Collectibles was uh, autographs, so you'll see that too.
1: Are you ever going to post a picture of, like, Mom's Basement? Like, the actual basement?
0: No, do you know, I was down there this weekend, and my sister-in-law was looking for me, and, and someone's like, he's in the basement. And she came downstairs, and I guess she hadn't been in a while, but she was like, oh, my God. <laughs> is, it's not just me. It's like all, all my siblings. Like, every um, time we move, we don't have space or something. We just throw it down there. That must be so easy. And, and the thing is, it used to be easy for me to get to my stuff because I was like the main one with stuff down there. Yeah. But now it's like I got to go through old furniture and all this and all that. It's oh, crazy. Boy. Look at I'm you. too old for this. It's a young man's game. <laughs> yeah, mom's basement is a young man's game.
1: <laughs> but it must be fun finding all those treasures,
0: though. You know, Dude, I – i'm finding stuff i had no idea i had
1: jonathan found a picture of a spider-man i drew for him in college yeah yeah and i was showing my wife
0: i'm like see <laughs> look, look at this <laughs> look what i did." You I remember did. did you um i didn't look at the word oh it's right here in front of me i would i would save this stuff because i had a friend in high school that drew and i thought he'd be famous and no he wasn't yeah. and thank you for not becoming famous that's yeah. no, just a piece of paper <laughs> the shading on his mask is weird though did you ever notice that
1: Nah, uh, I, I guess. I don't know. Let me take a look at it.
0: Is it. Weird? I just realized you put yellow on this. I didn't... What?
1: Yeah, there's an explosion going on behind him, dude.
0: Oh, okay. And then you said, don't... F. Yeah, but remember you told me you changed it because your dad saw it or something? You changed it to mess? It used to say mess. Yeah. Yeah. Don't mess with... It. And then you had our silly fraternity letters. So. Right, right. Yeah, I had to change it. I had to make it... You know, that's that's nice. the most embarrassing part of this thing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I like that Spidey. It was a good Spidey drawing.
0: It's a good. No, it's a good Spidey. I kept it. Yeah, I thought that was nice. I yeah, I like it. On I eBay. told. I, I
1: was telling my wife. It's like, oh, it's like, like my ex girlfriend or something's got my old love notes and stuff. It's cute. That was right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jonathan and Doctor Instant uh, Doctor Indiana Jones. I am at. Where am I at? Indy, uh, Indy, Oh, Indy, <laughs> Indie's going to his dad's house. It's ransacked. And uh, a, okay. little, yeah, a little Easter egg. That house is actually my house that I grew up in uh, North Jersey.
0: Oh, did you oh. Google map that bad
1: boy? Uh, I actually had a picture of it. It's actually, it's weird because it's not, it's it's painted over. It doesn't look nice. They cut all the trees down and stuff and they put a second floor on it, which was weird. You know, my house was a single floor house and they had a second floor to it. So it, it looks weird when I look at it, but,
0: you know, whatever. Dude, don't, when they say you can't go home again, they ain't lying because I went back to the house I grew up in. Yeah. And they gutted the front yard and turned into a garage, uh, like a driveway. I'm like, Aww, what? what? The, the hell? grass, the grass I used to roll down as a child is Aww. gone. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> 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 do, do, do.
1: <laughs> All right. Anything else? Uh, no. <laughs> Till next time.
0: Martha. Peace. 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 Give him hell, 54th.